money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Once again, if you're watching on YouTube, you will see Reb smiling a big smile. Because you knocked the thing. And anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was a, you know, the entry into the show was. Um, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. We so, have a great show. Yes, we do. Welcome to the show. So if you are watching on YouTube, welcome. We are so grateful. If you are new to the show, well, you got a big treat. If this is your first show, big treat. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, you can find all of the shows that we have on more than enough.ca, chri.ca, not mine.ca. Those websites have the player right there. Of course, and YouTube has the player. And then, of course, if you're listening on a podcast, wherever you find your podcast, you can search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And incidentally, just for fun, I Googled Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And guess what? Like our show was the top hit. Well, it's like, because you regularly look it up, so I think it comes up. Maybe on so. Maybe so, that's okay. What you guys need to can do. randomly go now. Go Google. Let's talk money with Dave and Rab and see what you get. Yes, yes. But you probably are all listeners too, so it'll come up first. Okay. So speaking of notmine.ca, <laughs> yes. uh, they are the sponsor for the show. So we are, of course, love. We have Ray Borg from notmine.ca on a regular basis. Yes, we do. And uh, they're sponsoring the show today. So thank you to and the- Financial Discipleship Canada. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you probably heard the ad before the show, so we're it's, good. It's all the same people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know. I still am very confused by the whole thing. So well, you're, you're allowed to be. Okay. Good. That's okay. All right. You're not. That's good. Okay. Can you introduce our guest? Well, uh, okay. So we have a (laughs) wonderful young couple. We were just talking about how more mature we are in terms of our marriage, but (laughs) young couple here (laughs) in Emily and Caleb. Welcome to the show, Emily and Caleb. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be here. Maturity doesn't come with years. It just comes well, it anyway. does. yeah okay <laughs> We're not going anyway you've been married a year and a half this is yeah. a- emily and caleb and do you i don't know if you both go by gagne caleb gagne and you're you're a gagne now yes. yeah okay yes, yes. um i keep thinking of your email address emily but we've have you on the show today because we want to hear your money story a little bit and how you found out about more than enough and all of that. But before we get into it, and you tell us some of your story, I wanted to read Psalm 133, because this is, I was thinking about the Unleashed workshops, and I was thinking about the last one we did about communication, and you guys are in the midst of our workshops right now. And I was thinking of unity, and how one mm-hmm. of the purposes of money um, that Howard Dayton has written about for years is that God wants unity in our marriages. And um, I want to read Psalm 133. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brothers and sisters to dwell together in unity. It's like precious oil upon the head, running down the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It's like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. And I was thinking about how as you become united in your finances, especially when you have a good start and like we get very excited when young couples come to, (laughs) we're like, 
<laughs> oh, we're so happy because if we win. There's some deep programming to do, but to be honest, it's like that's nothing compared to the couple that's been together for 20 years and we have to go, okay, <laughs> let's start all over. Well, there's, and, and I mean, in our Unleashed group, you, you are seeing some of the differences, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And the hardships that yeah. do people struggle with in marriage. And, and yet, I think, you know, for there, the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. And it's not like we're, you know, coming to more than enough. You get a blanket slate for unity and money. And, you know, you're going to be walking through it your whole life and you might be calling your, your <laughs> you're not being currently coached anymore. But Stephen, you might have to call again and say, Stephen, yeah. we can't resolve this. But, um, you know, it's a beautiful, I, I love the truth of, of, what Howard Dayton's written, but really it's God's heart that mm-hmm. money can be. If I always say this, if money can be such a tool for the enemy to bring destruction in marriage and relationships, you know, how much more does God want to use money mm-hmm. to bring us together and, and not for the purpose of being greedy and getting what you want together, but actually being able to further the kingdom of God. So that's mm-hmm. just pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then how you came to more than enough? I don't know who wants to start. I'll let the ladies go there first. Yes. I know Kayla will talk. So <laughs> Emily, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we've been married about a year and a half now. And I think it was probably close to a year before we got married, we started coaching with Steven. It was uh, actually a wedding gift. My parents wanted to help us nice. start off with... We love your parents. <laughs> <laughs> you should love your parents. Yes, yes. we do. <laughs> um, yeah, so we started coaching with Steven and that was really, really helpful for us because it just sort of gave us an opportunity even to talk about things that were maybe uncomfortable. Like, I don't think either of us were super used to talking about money before. So it gave us a place to talk about all the little things and to have like an unbiased sort of voice to help us through the challenges. Um, Because yeah, we were young. We were um, trying to figure out what married life would look like and how we could afford living in Ottawa, yeah. especially being in ministry. So what do you, now, Caleb, just maybe give us a little bit of your background. What do you got? What do you do? And then what, Emily, what do you do for income? Actually? Yeah. So we actually work together, which is awesome. Um, you guys, I guess, get that experience yeah. as well. Yeah. So we work at West Village Church. Emily is the kids ministry coordinator. I'm the pastoral assistant. Okay. Um, so yeah, we get kind of the unique opportunity to work together and, uh, kind of share that experience and so yeah that being said we kind of depend on the same source for income and <laughs> right. uh, kind of presents its own unique challenges and excitements and everything yeah mm-hmm. and uh, you said that you've like moved three times in the last year and a half yeah <laughs> just trying to figure everything out we uh we lived with my in my grandma's apartment for uh, the first week we were married <laughs> and then we moved to a tiny like 300 square foot apartment in quebec uh, it was like an Airbnb thing. Yeah. And then we moved to a, a little bit of a bigger, like 400 square foot apartment in Quebec <laughs> uh, for the first year. And then they, the way they do it in Quebec is they have like a year long lease instead of month to month after that. Right. So then we had to decide if we wanted to stay in Quebec or move back. So then we decided that we wanted to move back, be a little closer to work and a little closer to family. So mm-hmm. we moved back and now we've been in this spot since October and hopefully we'll be here for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. for you. And you live, you live right around the corner from the radio we station. Do. And, yeah. and this is the Ottawa area for anyone who mm-hmm. is listening. So outside. Quebec is not far. Just to yeah. 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 We just crossed the river and there we are. Yeah. And for any international listeners, because I know we have some, yeah. that is uh, the Quebec is the province outside of Ontario. So 
this is Ottawa, Ontario. Anyway, enough geography. <laughs> but how, so, so they gave that to you as a gift. Were you like, at first, did you feel like, oh man, my, well, Caleb, in your case, my in-laws don't think I can handle money, right? Or right. what was, how did you feel about that? And, and how did you work yeah. through that? Well, I actually got the also unique experience. I kind of grew up around you guys yes, uh, with the Gallagher's. So yeah. I was pretty aware of more than enough and kind of aware of the programs and stuff. And Debbie had been kind of right. and Debbie probing works, me. Debbie, yeah. yeah, works for it. Yeah. So, oh, I can imagine. Yeah. So I kind of had my own idea of also doing it. But then when yeah, the in-laws said like, hey, we want to pay for this for you, with you guys and kind of give you this as a stepping stone to your marriage then we we're like yeah we're in so okay. yeah it was kind of i had that experience of kind of being a little bit um dipping my toes in i guess right. or whatever um yes and i was i think i was pretty excited like i think i was pretty ready because yeah like emily said like neither of us had really like talked about money or kind of had that idea of what money was going to look like uh going into marriage and stuff so it was yeah we were pretty excited to figure it all out and start well <laughs> so did you guys have like uh because i think you had some student debt from or uh, that you had to process as well in your married life so mm-hmm. that's a fairly common yeah. um mm-hmm. starting place for yeah. couples um so tell me a little bit about that i like, can tell you about that we're very <laughs> proud of our student debt we still have student debt okay i had twenty six thousand dollars of student debt um started paying that off right after we got married okay. and now we have what nine Something 10. Like wow. So in the first year and a half, we've been able to, yeah, it's, yeah. So we're very happy with that. We want to pay it off. We kind of have a small goal of paying it off by the end of the year. We'll see if that happens. Wow. Um, but yeah, and that again is so nice you started to work. So that was September, like a year and a half ago that yeah. you started working on that. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's definitely been amazing just to see how God has provided for yeah. us because it's 100% him. Like it mm-hmm. makes no sense on paper how we've been able to yeah. pay it off. Wow. That quickly, and it was so. that something then that coaching folk, like that Stephen was like, okay, guys, like what are your goals with this? Or yes. how did that yeah. happen? Yeah. Well, I think one thing huge and in, in, with Stephen and coaching was like, um, setting up the spending plan and the budgets. Mm-hmm. And so to see kind of where all the money went, because I don't know if we really would have done that so accurately, I guess, without Steven. Mm-hmm. So like figuring out where the money was going to and um, and then setting aside that that amount to kind of go. And then he was kind of teaching us just like, oh, you have a lump sum, put it on the debt. <laughs> like yeah. you saved up a little money, put it on the debt. <laughs> so yeah, the kind of those encouragements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, making sure that there wasn't any like – at the end of the month, if we hadn't yeah. spent all of our grocery budget or whatever other part of our budget, then we would just put it towards the debt. And nice. So, nice. yeah. Good. And, uh, you know, as you, so foundation, that's what I'm thinking. You know, as I hear you guys is going, wow, like, this is a great foundation mm-hmm. to go. So paying your debt is one goal. Have you got any other goals that you're like working on or is it solely focused? Right now, it's hit the debt. Um, we were actually like in the um, Unleashed. We were talking about our dreams and we were talking about our um, like goals. Mm-hmm. And me and Emily were talking about like goals to buy a house and have a family. I think they're pretty small goals, but um, hopefully attainable. They seem unattainable <laughs> at the moment, right? They cool. seem very far away, yeah. buying a house and stuff. And so we were talking with Stephen about that. And Reb said, just ask Stephen what he thinks. And yeah. he said, what's the first step? And we kind of looked at each other. What is the first step? And we're like, I guess pay off student debt right yeah. and then start putting money away for a house and then and then start seeing what our budgets are and all of that stuff right so you said what's the first step yeah. um wow. which kind of brought it from like this big picture of like we want to buy a house and it seems so unattainable but it's like okay what's the first step 
get that student debt going uh, and start putting some money away with that money that we're going to be having from that student debt, right? Um, that's not going to paying off something else. <laughs> that's a, actually a huge piece of wisdom, Emily. I don't know if you, that resonated with you, but I'm like, when you have a mountain and, and um, for those of you who don't know what Unleashed is about, it's a workshop we do that coincides with coaching. Um, their workshops, it's not like a Bible study, but we it's topical every week. And we talk mm-hmm. about dreams and goals and ha- commitment to that and mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other stuff that there you can call us and find out more. But um, <laughs> that what Do is it. the first step into Thanksgiving? <laughs> I know, I like, I know he's like, he's very... I need pom-poms. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm really thankful for Caleb because he really likes what we do. Um, but like, what's the first step? And I guess that's uh, for listeners today, mm-hmm. you know, that's a great question mm-hmm. for us in our finances. Mm-hmm. It's a mountain, but what's the first step mm-hmm. for some people? Well, really your first step initially was finding a coach or finding out right, more yeah. about it. Um, so I guess listeners can answer that question mm-hmm. and sure. it, yeah, for mm-hmm. themselves, but yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the biggest surprise for you in coaching? Like, did you kind of have like, oh, this is what it's going to be. And then it turned out different or did, did maybe there was no surprises. Maybe it's exactly what you thought. Um, for me, I think the biggest surprise was just like, I don't even know that this was the coaching itself, but definitely Steven's wisdom Mm -hmm. was just that, like I was going into our engagement time of thinking we're never going to have enough money to be able to pay rent and buy groceries. Like it's never going to happen. Um, at the time, Caleb was working for a camp and his job was ending like a couple months before we got married. So we didn't really know where he was going to even be working when we got married. So it was a little I was unemployed for the first month of our marriage. (laughs) Yes. So that was stressful for you. Yeah. Yeah, But, um, yeah, Stephen's very wise and gave us lots of uh, helpful tips and helped us to plan out very, like, nice and far in advance so that we knew we would have enough and helped us to budget in ways that we could actually afford and were attainable. And Um, the the emergency fund was big. Yes, the emergency fund, too. Which really? was cool. Like, yeah, we kind of had this leftover wedding money right. um, because mm-hmm. of COVID. So that was one good thing that came out of COVID. And we had kind of this leftover money that we weren't able to spend towards um, the wedding. So then Stephen's like, hmm, emergency fund. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so, uh, so we just kind of put a bunch of that towards the emergency fund and mm-hmm. slowly built that up to a place where Stephen said, like, what, like three months of living, I guess, mm-hmm. right? So we have like three months of living kind of to rely back on if anything were to happen mm-hmm. or anything. So, but yeah, I think what was surprising is like, how much work goes into like at the forefront and then how easy it gets later. Right. Like it yes. kind of seems overwhelming, like yeah. setting up your budget and getting into the rhythm of doing that and the financial dates and like those mm-hmm. are kind of stressful at first. Right. And then, but now it's like, it's like, <laughs> like, it's just like, we are almost stressed if we don't do it. Like yeah. it's like, yeah. it's what we fall back on now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's it. That is amazing because I would say after doing it for 15 years, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is definitely. Yeah, we've actually passed the phase where, you know, you're like, oh, I missed doing the financial date. And and so then you go do it. Now we're at the, oh, man, we missed the financial date and we missed the financial date. So it's like, okay, it's the third time around. Yeah, we have to, I'm like, we really need to meet on this. Like, I can't, we can't just talk about it over supper. Like, you know, because you get, you do, you get in the rhythm and, and the automatic things happen, right? Mm-hmm. So. 
you're automatically, I imagine, I shouldn't assume, but you're automatically paying your automated, sorry. Um, it's an automated payment to your student debt. I yeah. Imagine. Yeah. There's yeah. a minimum. Yeah. 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 And you get to the, you know, as, as you talk about it and it actually becomes something where there's not so much tension or conflict. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. that, and that's, again, that's a little bit of a learned, like right. more, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Yeah. Oh, funny. Like, like, it's funny how that works, right? Yeah. Like, so, you know, as you get to that, just going, mm-hmm. okay, it does get easier. And, and mm-hmm. again, Rev and I have admitted on, you know, on the show that <laughs> sometimes we get really, we're really comfortable. We talk about money all the time. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. No, we actually have to train ourselves right. to sit down and say, this needs intentional time and, uh, mm-hmm. and we can't just do it on the fly. And so, no. yeah. I, I mean, this week I just discovered that we have automatic payments for our grocery card. <laughs> and I'm like, why is our cash flow so good? I go in and look, well, the automatic payments after 52 weeks had stopped. So I had to restart it. But meanwhile, we'd missed Anyway, it was like, <laughs> we didn't miss any payments. We didn't miss, no, but we missed putting the grocery our grocery part onto that grocery card because that's what how we manage our groceries. But anyway, it was very like, well, when you're not paying attention to your money, that could have been two months mm-hmm. of uh, right. trouble. <laughs> trouble. Anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, so um, what would you um, say has been? Um, for your marriage in this journey, I know it's you're new and it's young and all that. Was it helpful to start before you had your marriage? Like, like what? What do you think? They're both shaking that? their heads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to see that, but they are both shaking their heads. Yeah. Positive fact. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like. Um, where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> so, so was it good to start before yes, you got thank married? You. Yes, it was, it was the best thing we could have done. There was like that mm-hmm. we did. So we did, there's like an alpha pre-marriage course. Yes. And then we did pre-marriage counseling with our pastor. And we did, started this like, yeah, like a year, maybe eight months before mm-hmm. we started, we got married. And we got an opportunity through all those things to really talk about the things that have come up in our marriage that we wouldn't have expected otherwise. Right. And like to be, I mean, I just like, it's such a step, right. Getting married is such a new thing. And then you're living with someone and the opposite gender and you're learning all about them. And there's a lot of new, right. So right. to have a little bit of familiarity going into that. Right. Like, because you're already learning to talk about money. Yeah. Was there anything that you would share like a story, like where you guys like, Ooh, this is a clashing point. We need to have Steven's mm-hmm. help with it. Or are you guys are just so like <laughs> compatible, like financially? I think we're pretty compatible. Like we both yeah. hate spending money as it comes to So there's never been like some big purchases. Like, well, like what did we? We talked to Stephen about like buying our car and or rent. Like our moving to Ottawa yes. it was really he walked us through like mm-hmm. okay can we afford this because it was like twice as much as what we were paying mm-hmm. in Gatineau. So right. it was like, can we afford this? Can mm-hmm. we make this work? And it was stressful to, and for both of us. It wasn't like mm-hmm. clashing us, but it was definitely like, Stephen, we need you. <laughs> yes. So did you feel, Emily, did, is, was when you made that transition and you're walk, talking with Stephen about it, did you have to give, I shouldn't say it like this because I never <laughs> like to, but give something up? Like, did you have to... Right. You know, I we don't like those words necessarily, yeah. but sometimes but sometimes you, you do. Sometimes <laughs> you have to like, okay, we're gonna lay down that thing that I love to do so that we can actually live in Ottawa. Right. I think 
that like the biggest thing that I kind of struggled with through this was trying to decide like if we should be content in our small apartment that was far from work and far from family and just be content there or if God had something better for us and we should just trust him that he'll provide. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was the biggest thing for me. And I think in praying about it together and talking through it with Stephen, I sort of was trying to find ways that we could save money in other parts of the budget so that it would be more affordable to be in Ontario. Um, And one of the ways, funny enough, was I had to be more creative in cooking and making sure that we weren't spending more on the groceries (laughs) than we needed to and just maybe a little less exotic meals, which I really love to cook. So that was challenging at first, but definitely getting used to it. Um, yeah, I don't know beyond that. That that is brilliant (laughs) wisdom right there. How did you come to terms with, I can be content here, but maybe God has, how did you guys come to that place where you said Ottawa is it? Right. It was a lot of tears and prayer. Yes. <laughs> um, our, I don't know, boss almost, <laughs> our interim pastor at church right now, he was just like walking kind of through that with us and was saying, like, you know, God, it's God's money. And so use the money in the way that you think glorifies God the most. Right. And so that's what we kind of like started to walk through. It was like, okay, like, yes, we're saving money. Yes, we'll be able to pay off the debt more. Yes, we'll be able to live more comfortably in this small apartment. But we can't host people, which is something we love to do. Mm-hmm. We yeah. can't have people in because we had the one bedroom. We couldn't like accommodate people in anything. And um, like being in ministry and stuff, we always have people in our house now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we said, it's probably scarier to go, but we think that we'll actually be able to use this place for God even more if if we have the more space to do that. And like, it's been exactly that. Like people mm-hmm. have stayed in our guest room all the time. We have probably someone over for a meal every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I just, I, you, it sounds like you wrestled through it a little bit mm-hmm. to come to that place. Yeah. But also what I'm hearing is that you had people around you. Like, so yes. your pastor was there and you were going for wise counsel with someone you trusted. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Stephen, mm-hmm. I imagine. Yes. And Stephen was there through it. And yeah, Stephen was giving us more of the like, he, he was like our cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> like every time we met with Steven, he was just like, you guys are doing great. It's like, keep going. You're not doing anything wrong. Like, just keep trusting and keep going. Keep taking the next step. Um, and so that was really encouraging. Like, okay? like just saying like, like, we get so stressed out and we meet with Steven and we're like, okay. <laughs> like, he's like, you guys are doing good. And so that was big. Yeah. And then our pastor kind of was walking through it with us and just saying like more of the spiritual kind of like discernment side, I think. Sure. Yeah. But. Yeah. and is it worth it right like uh, and that's the question so mm-hmm. right, you made the transition so obviously you went okay we did the hard work of yeah putting the numbers on paper mm-hmm. and actually kind of making it making some sacrifices i mean we often say you know money is just a tool to help mm-hmm. create the life that you guys want to live mm-hmm. or the life that you feel god wants you to live however you want to frame that mm-hmm. but you know is it worth it I think so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you you were just saying you can have people in like you and all of that. Is it a bit tough with your spending Yes, it is. Our budget is much tighter. Mm -hmm. We have a lot less... Wiggle room. Yeah, I was just going to say, wiggle room. Wiggle room is is not really there anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, again, like Emily said, like, our finances don't make sense on paper. And, like, theoretically, we probably shouldn't be making it. Um, (laughs) 
But yeah, like because we did the homework and Stephen helped us kind of punch in the real numbers and stuff, then we can kind of lean back. Okay, we know we can make it at least. And then it's just being kind of more conscious and not like going to buy groceries for every meal. And um, that kind <laughs> right, of stuff. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We just went down to one child for a few months because my our kids are traveling, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it is way too convenient to say let's order. Shoot, we're saving money on doing dishwasher. I know, but been cooking for 30 or whatever years i've been cooking you're just like i don't want to cook tonight and i'm like what are we eating and then it's like oh let's order pizza mm-hmm. well that's not you know that's not good. i have to rein that in mm-hmm. yes yeah. but last night i came home to like a full salad bar I did. which wow, was basically nice. taking stuff out of the fridge that you know was leftovers yeah. from this and an ad so I had this incredible salad, which you missed, Travis. Sorry. No, I did. That. I did get it. I ate it. No, you didn't see my salad. Oh, <laughs> my salad it. was incredible. So, but I mean, those are the things that they're very simple, but they are the things that are intentional in small ways <laughs> right. that keep it reined in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, if you could say one thing to a listener today, mm-hmm. like after having coaching, being a part of the Unleashed workshops, or you know, I. I don't want to say it's all about more than enough, mm-hmm. but that's what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are other financial coaches, there are other ways to get financially well. So to, mm-hmm. if, for lack of a better term, what would you say to encourage people? Okay. I thought of a quick story for this and it's quick. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. I love uh, working on my own car. It's one way we save money. Mm-hmm. And so, like over time, me and my dad have kind of built up a plethora of tools to be able to work on our own cars. And so the other day I was doing an oil change in my car and it still took some time. So the next time I did an oil change, I went to Cane Tire and there was an oil filter, uh, oil filter wrench. Mm-hmm. And it was the quickest oil change I've ever done. I was up and down in five minutes. It was awesome. And I said, I literally said it loud, man, it's so nice to have the right tools. <laughs> and when I was said that, I literally thought like, like more than enough is, is kind of like that for us, right? Like there are so many tools you can have and build up, right? Like having a good pastor in your life. That's a great tool. And having encouraging mentors and families and, and parents and parents-in-laws who are going to pay for this stuff with you and help you along that. But like more than enough is just like kind of that filter wrench of just saying like, man, this makes it so much easier. And wow. it's so nice to have the right tools. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening do it. Um, I think we both would say, um, just no matter where you're at in life, like if you're married, if you've done other financial stuff, like just, just do it. Um, Mm -hmm. do the coaching, do the, do the courses because it's, it's going to be an extra tool Mm -hmm. that's in your toolbox. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. Thanks Caleb. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Emily? Yeah, I think the, one of the biggest blessings of it for us has been that it's helped us to be on the same team. Yeah, It's helped us to like, yeah, there's stresses of course, but it's not like against each other or anything. We're able to work through it together. Um, and yeah, it's given us the tools to do that. Um, so that's been really, really helpful for us. Like money hasn't really been a huge stressor for us. Yeah, for sure. So, awesome. which, yeah, it's yeah. been a huge blessing. Yeah, great start. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I love what you said, Caleb, you know, um, in the sense that there are many tools in the toolbox and certain tools for certain stages of life and mm-hmm. certain uh, jobs. So you can take that metaphor along the way and say, you know, at this mm-hmm. stage in your life, the, the the way more than enough interacted with your money was like, it's a great tool, but yeah. you guys might go, okay, now we're going to start, you know, we 
how do we save for a house or what do we mm-hmm. do for that if that's the next goal? And you may need a different tool for mm-hmm. that and, and all that. So, yeah, perfect. Love it. <laughs> Red, we're almost at the end of the show. One last word from you. What do you? I, I, I'm just really grateful to have met you. Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm so glad you're in Unleashed. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the wisdom that you have brought about contentment mm-hmm. and um, having godly counsel. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to just quickly pray? Absolutely. Yeah. So, Lord, again, I want to just pray a blessing on Emily and Caleb. And, and again, uh, thank you for the, the people you've put around them as uh, the, uh, the resources that they have available to them. And, uh, Lord, just again, as they uh, are together and pray together and, and listen for your wisdom in all the different ways that, that you speak. And we just thank you for that and, and just pray a blessing on them today in Christ's name. So... Well, thank you, too, for being here. Thank you, guys. We'll say thank you to the folks at notmine.ca. Thank you to you, the listener, and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.